This morning, I'm going to be sharing a few things, but there are many things in my heart, but I'm going to share a few as we start in this year. Father, we thank you because you own us. We don't own ourselves. You give us life and breath that we may serve you. All we have is yours. All we own are yours. We lay them down before you this morning in reverence. Father, we say have your way. Let your word go right through our hearts. Lord, as many this morning as, as that needs a special touch, Lord, you touch them. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I'm not going to call this a prophetic word. It's not a prophetic word for the year or something. But I have this word laid in my heart. And I want to just read them to you as a church. I was sitting down just yesterday evening and the Lord was just speaking to my heart. And when I say the Lord spoke to my heart, God speaks to people. But the fundamental way by which God speaks to people is by the word of God. Let me repeat. The primary way by which God will speak to you and I now is by word, the written word of God. Hebrews 1 from verse 1. The Bible says, And God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, spoke to our fathers through the prophets. Amen. But has in these last days, so say these last days, say these last days, You know, we have come to a time in our history when men believe man more than God. People say, my prophet said, and that is it. No, the word of your prophet can never be more than the word of God. If the word of your prophet contradicts God's word, put it aside. He says, has in these last days. And how do we know we are in the last days? Shall I show you this morning how we are in the last days? First Corinthians, sorry, first Timothy 4 and second Timothy chapter 3 tells us the signs of the last days. So we, we, we know we are in the last days. Things are happening in the world and there are prophetic revelations of what God is doing. First Timothy 4 from verse 1. Alright. 
Let's see this and then we'll go down it. It says, now the Spirit speaks expressly that in what? Some shall what? Giving heed to what? And doctrines of? Now that means in the last days, it says some shall depart from the faith. Now it means some will leave Christ. And, and, and they will give heed to doctrines of demons. It's, it's very easy. So when you see these things happening, know that we are in the last days. Amen. And in these last days, God only, God only speaks to us by his son. Every other word must be, must be, must, must be placed on the platform of what the son has said. So in the last days, there will be seducing spirits. There will be people that will preach doctrines of devils. But now the danger is, how do you know which doctrine is of the devil if you don't know what the real doctrine is? Amen. You know, my wife used to buy a soap for my children to bathe. She went to buy another one and then she I wish I brought that stuff on that container it was written baby secret lotion exact container the same design she didn't check and it's almost the same price when she brought it home, she began to bathe one, one of my daughters. And she said, Mommy, this is not, it's not smelling like the one. He said, No, is it? It's, it's not, it's too, it's too, it's not like the one we used to use. I said, How? It's the same thing we bought. But on a closer examination, actually, it wasn't. The I might know it's not there. It was, it was a counterfeit. And she didn't know. And we bought it with so much money. I will take a teaching on deception in the last day. Because this is one of the things the Lord, the Lord spoke to me a lot about in this time of my retreat. So how do you know the genuine when or how, how do you know the counterfeit when you are not familiar with the real most of us we have been used to the 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 what is not real that when we see the real we fight it have you ever thought how would jesus preach in a church if he were here have you ever thought what kind of a hairstyle would jesus bab if he's in the church have you ever thought it what kind of how would Jesus dress as a pastor? So, it's not following me. Has it ever entered your mind, how will Paul look like as a minister? Isn't Jesus and Paul the people we are, that we're looking at? Can Jesus wear a trouser and tear it and, and his teaching? Is it possible? No, talk to me, talk to me. Is it possible? No, in your, in your mind of, you know, sometimes your... The, you, Actually, that even depends on who you think Jesus is, actually. But the Jesus, the Jesus of Bible, as a, you know, actually, he's a pastor. Bible calls, calls him our shepherd. Will you see him preaching and he will tear his trouser and, and then he will bab his hair half here and leave just one and tie it? 
No, imagine it. But do you know right now it, it exists in our day and we think it's right? So he says, in the last days, he will speak to us only by son. But we must be careful what we are hearing. You know, you see, in these times, we must be careful of vaccination. You see, vaccines actually, I say that a lot, vaccines are, they take a component of the virus itself. All right? And adulterate or weaken its effectiveness. You see, COVID vaccine is COVID. It's a COVID, but they will chemical in the lab, work on it such that it won't have the, pot, the, the potency to cause havoc so that when it's introduced in your body, your body can develop and build antibody to fight it. So when the real COVID virus comes, your body has already figured it out that this is how, this is what I developed to fight when it came. So, before you know it, it begins to fight. Do you know that sometimes when you hear some gospel truth, to you it's strange. You begin to fight it. You know why? Because you've been vaccinated with the wrong gospel. You feel on. Un- Christianity should not be this hard now. Should be, I can see this pastor and the pastors. Why? Why is your own heart? No. You don't base your life on people. You base your life on what God's word says. You know, I was amazed when Christ was teaching and said to them, I will think this is not true. He said, and on the last day, many will come to me and say, Lord, Lord, we have known you. In fact, we preach in your name and we did mighty works in your name. Why do we cherry pick Bibles that we like? He says, I don't know you. And that means, can you, can you use his name and yet he doesn't know you? He said, yes. Can you be in church and yet he doesn't know you? He says, yes. So the question is, what will I do according to his own prescription to meet his standard? Church, I thought three weeks after the church is so long to rest. By last night, I discovered that it's already, you didn't hear me. You might think that 40 years is too far. I have 40 years to enjoy my life. No, you wake up one day, you find out 40 years has. So remember the Lord your God in the days of your youth and serve him with all your might. So in these last days, we are to listen to the voice of Jesus and begin to prepare ourselves for him. This morning I'm going somewhere. 2 Timothy chapter 3. From verse 1. Can we see this morning quickly? Help me church. 223. 3 from verse 1. This also no. Someone said this also no. Please church say with me. Please be awake. Say this also. Say one more time. This also. This also know that in what? Perilous time shall. 
Now he's speaking to the church. Hear what he says. For men shall be lovers of their own. Is that true? That means we are in the last. Selfishness. That's why we have problems with our governments. When you have people in government having SPVs that, 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 that the contract they should give to people who are qualified, they will award it to themselves. Is that, is that, is that, is that the right thing to do? Selfishness. If I ask you now, your, your, your first concern is about your family. Men shall be lovers of themselves. You come to church when it's convenient. You know why? I'm tired. This, this is the only day I have to... When it says, and, and, and this is the whole law. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all thy strength. That means the first love you should have is the love of God. Everything must be centered around God. But in the last days, men shall find excuse not to obey the word. Amen. Men shall love themselves covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers. Read all and all and all. You find that really we are in the world in the last days. So, what's the clincher here? When you see all these things happening, it means we must start listening to the son's instruction. So, say amen. And so, we're in the last days. And there's a trumpet blowing in Zion. There's a trumpet blowing in Zion. Calling men and women to the consciousness of the times and the season. Time is closing down. Time is closing down. What will you do with the Lord? How will you serve him? How will you reflect him? So when you stand before him, you can stand before him with boldness and not with shame. Stand with confidence as a church. Stand with him. But guess what? We need to come to a place of understanding. I want to say these few words the Lord laid in my heart to say, church. And I'm not going to call in them prophetic release. No, it's not. It's just, it's just a discussion or a word. Or let me call it an impression of the Lord in my spirit. In the years ahead to come, there's going to be a shift of how people make a living in the world. There will be a shift from the conventional method of education in the four walls of an academic environment to a new ideology grounded in perversion. So the traditional, your inheritance is your education will soon fade away. 
Because not too long from now, there will be no more inheritance in education. Said the Lord. You know when the Lord said this to me, I ran to my, to my note, I'm going to write it down. I said, Lord, what do you mean? Just write it down. Intense focus and deliberate training should be in, 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 in parents in this time to help their children truly know God and serve him. So never said all you have for your children is to give them quality education and a good life. For that unbelievers also will do. But it says, train up your child in the way he should go. For when he grows up, he will not depart from it. How do you train that child? You train that child in the way of God. Let me go on. The world is moving towards intense lawlessness. For the lawless one is at work now. Therefore, train the children, train the children in the way they ought to go. And when they grow up, they will not depart from it. For this is how I will retain for myself a remnant in their day. It's not a prophetic word for anyone. I'm just revealing to you what the Lord said to me. I should tell the church. So church, are we, are, are we hearing that? So there must be a shift in our mentality with our children that all we owe them is good and quality education or a good life. Your child can, be, can have a good life and be a blasphemer. What is that to you? Your child can have a good life and, 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 and live the best life but, 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 but mocks God and hates God. How is that a blessing to you? God says, for this is how I will leave myself a remnant in that generation. When you deliberately, consciously in this season, begin to train them. The Lord said to me, deception from the pulpits will greatly increase. It is prevailing now, but it shall yet increase. And the memory or God's consciousness shall almost be wiped out from the memory of his people. And this shall be done systematically to the undesigned. But watch, vow, and be vigilant. Keep looking unto Jesus. As the author and the finisher of your faith. For your exception or your expectation of a return will preserve you in this time. The preserving factor. Now, when God wrote to me, I, 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 was run, I was just writing it down. What will preserve us in this season is our expectation of his word, his return. Our consistent expectation of his coming back again. Sometimes, somehow we are almost forgetting. Because if those on the pulpit remember this, they won't live like they're living. And if you are doing what they're doing, it means they are not living to expect him. And if one is not expecting him, then he has no business standing to preach to anyone. 
First John 3. Beloved, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the sons of God. It says, now are you the, the sons of God. For it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. And everyone that has this hope, that has this hope, that has this hope, that has this hope. The church is to make you continually have this hope. And if you have this hope, then you purify yourself. You see, in this year, your love for Christ will cost you some things. And the Lord said to me, and I wrote it down. He said, all my remnant will come in before the end. I said, wow. And all will come in, no matter the darkness that pervades the earth. And as they come in, they will stay because the blood has been shed for them. You obey all my instructions. Teach the church. Preach the word. Exhort edify and comfort the king will not delay behold he cometh he says his remnant will come so don't be discouraged about 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 the rejection of the truth when the truth find a remnant they will come so let's keep casting the net we aren't looking for the multitude. We are looking for the remnant. And when a remnant finds the word of peace and receives that peace, the peace of the Lord will abide with him. He says, you teach the word in my church. Preach the word to the world. Exhort, edify, and comfort. For the Lord cometh and he comes quickly. There shall be a mixture of the world and the church. The identity, the liturgy, the practice, the way of life of the true church will become more and more alien and repulsive to men. Those in the church will seek to be relieved of it. They will say, can we do something else? But no, my yoke is easy. Though the liturgy has, has, has a challenge, it will, it, will, it, will, it, it will cost you something. It's a yoke, but guess what? It's an easy yoke. For the yoke you think is easy is actually dis disastrous. That yoke of freedom you think, you think is not, it's not it's, 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 it's easy to carry actually leads to destruction. For there's a way that seems right to men, but the end of the road is death. This time, don't seek an easy way to serve God. Seek to serve him the way he has prescribed. Though it will cost you, but you will gain from it ultimately. Say the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. He says, tell the church, love your way to victory. Unfailing love your way to the Father. Walk in love among yourselves. 
and a multitude of offenses shall be covered. Love will build you up in faith. Love will bring you into obedience. Love opens the eyes to see beyond the natural. Love is the defense. Love brings supernatural supply. By love, you shall quench all the fairy darts of the evil one. With love at work in you, Satan is disarmed. The only way I would disarm him in this year in your midst is when you walk in love. He's been disarmed. But don't be ignorant of his device. But when love is at work in your midst, love will expose him. Nothing offends. For love is patient. Love is kind. Love endures all. It's not easily provoked. It endures all things. It believes all things. It prays all things. It holds all things in high esteem. So work in love. And I'll keep you as one. Because my work shall be done in your midst in this year. And I shall be glorified. Love your way to victory. And he said this word to me. He said, tell my people, if you can defeat in this year, if you can defeat lust, covetousness and pride. If you can defeat lust, covetousness and pride, you will escape the hour of temptation. For there will be an hour of temptation. But what will attract it is lust covetousness and pride and God says to you defeat it die to it take life out of it as long as my name is faithful said the Lord I will never leave you not forsake you. And you all will boldly say, the Lord is my helper. In this year, you boldly say, the Lord is my helper. And I'll fear not what man can do to me. Amen this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to take note of these words as the words of the very living God. It's not prophetic release. It's not the word for, for the year. It's God speaking to us. You know, sometimes when people couch these things as, as, as the prophetic utterance from God, it turns the attention to the person speaking. No, it's just God's word. As a church, I want us to hold strong. It says, let your lifestyle, Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6, be void of covetousness. Amen. And be content with that which you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That we might boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will fear not what man will do to me. Let your lifestyle, let your carriage, let how you live be void of covetousness. Don't, 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 don't push. Don't, 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 don't kill. Don't, don't manipulate. Don't, 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 don't upturn the scale because you, you, you want to meet a kind, a, a, a particular lifestyle. 
Don't impress anyone this year. Impress God. Don't impress anyone this year. Impress God. I'm not impressing you. Don't impress me. But let's all impress God. Don't, don't, don't show to anyone this year. Show yourself to God. Present your bodies a living sacrifice in this year. Holy and acceptable to God alone. Because that's actually your reasonable act of service. Father, thank you. We'll receive your words this morning with gladness. Thank you because your word enters our heart. In the name of Jesus. You see, as I go this morning, let me say this to us. For every time God speaks a word, it's a principle. One out of four receives it. I will tell you, you know, when, when I saw this, I was shocked. It's a principle I've seen in God. You know, you always say that many are called, but few. In the parable of the sower, in Mark chapter number 4 and Matthew 13, do you notice that he sold the same word, on the, the same word, the same quality, but only one produced? Amen. This morning, I want your heart to be ready to receive God's word. If anyone will be in that one good soil, it is me. Thank you, Lord. We are starting a race in this year. And I know that everybody wants to you know as it were start with a very high leap you want pastor just you know pastor just give us the anointing and just and just set us on the on you know on the course just blow the whistle and let's start running give us the prophetic word of god that everything will be well yeah, indeed, all things will be well. But we need to start from, a, from the right foundation. And this morning, I want to take us systematically through the foundations of God as we begin in this year. So we can properly start. For those of us who are into building, the kind of soil or the kind of house you are building will determine the kind of foundation you put. Amen this morning. If the land is sandy and watery, you have a more a more a more stronger foundation. So when you find people building in water areas, you find them buying rod, iron rods and they are, and they are reinforcing. You'll be wondering, why are they spending money? Sometimes some people's foundation alone actually will build some people's houses. I know that. The cost of putting, putting down a foundation in some areas will, 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 will build certain houses in some areas. And so given the kind 
of times we are in, we need to reestablish and reevaluate the foundation on which our faith is hinged. Hallelujah. And that was why when, when Elijah, you know, faced Jezebel and she, and she threatened to kill him, he began to run. And, 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 and it got to a place. And, 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 and God sent an angel and says, Elijah, look, you have to eat and drink because the journey is what is far. In this year, we have to really eat and understand the mystery of Christ. Because it's Christ in us in this year that's actually our hope for what? For glory. Say Christ in me. Say Christ in me. No, it's not like that. Say Christ in me. The hope of glory. So if I have Christ in me, then I have nothing to, to worry about, about glory. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestinated to what? To be conformed to the image of his son. Those whom he also foreknew, he also predestinated. And those whom he also called, those whom he called, he also justified. Those who he justified, he also what? Glorified. So when I have the understanding of my, of my foreknowledge and my predestination and my, and, my, and my call and my justification, then I know I'm assured of my reward being glorified in him. And this morning I want to take it a little, maybe gradually, so we can understand. You see, until Christ's foundation is established, we will not go through the year anchored. So say anchored. Do you know why ships have huge anchors? Because there will be storms on the high sea. Hallelujah. And the reason the anchor is there and those trained to release the anchor are there is because when the sea begins to rage... There will be, there will be the raging sea. Don't count it as an attack or he has come again. No, no. It's natural phenomenon. Challenges will come in the year. But how uncaught are you? What is your foundation? What is your base? What on, on what is your faith based upon? Who is Christ to you? Who is Jesus to you? Hallelujah. Glory to God. In 1 Corinthians 3, verse 11, the Bible says, For there's no other foundation that can be built. It's not a foundation. Hallelujah. Except that which has been what? Has been laid already, which is Christ. So for us to start the building of this year, the, the Christ's foundation must be re-evaluated and be re-examined thoroughly. Oh, thank you, Lord. Matthew 16, verse 18. It says, upon this rock, I will build my church. What rock? Christ. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Amen. This morning, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so let's examine Christ. So say Christ. So say Christ. Say Christ this morning. You see, in my studying of the word, Ma, in, in these few moments, I've, I've so built so much faith in God. Because of my, 
of my little time of waiting and studying God's word. I found out that Sars and Mars, redemption was actually planned from the beginning. Our, our victory is not, is, not, is, not, is not a second thought. It's not God's plan B. No, it's actually God's plan A. And with God, there's no plan B. So the, the question of redemption through Christ actually came from the very beginning. Now, when, when you look at the Bible, I, 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 I saw some interesting things. Now, now, why am I this confident? Because I have seen the example that God wrote in the old covenant. And I see what Christ has done. And therefore, I can, I can, I can, I can pattern my life by the word of God. The psalmist says, I was old. He says, I was young and now I am old. I have never, I have never seen the righteous, the righteous noisied. That's God's idea. You know, some people think that God didn't know that Adam will sin. No, God knew. So stop asking yourself, why me? Why this challenge? No, God knew it to come. But, but the issue is, what solution has God preferred to you to rectify the challenge when it what? When it comes. For every challenge that comes before God's children, there's always a way of escape. Amen this morning. Say, for there's no trial that comes to you that is not common to what? But God is. He will not allow you to be tempted or tried beyond what you can bear. That means everything that comes your way, he has put in you the capacity to carry it. You might think it's not true. Amen. It's true. I can testify to that. For God will not allow you to be tried beyond what you can. He will not. He's a good father. He's a good, good father. That's who he is. Sazamas, my daughter came to me that she wants to do swimming in school. I said, no, I've paid the school fees. No swimming this time till next time. And I said, he's, he's done. She went to the mom and said, mommy, daddy said, no swimming. And so tell daddy, daddy said, no swimming. <laughs> and then he said, ah, but daddy, they can be swimming. I said, no swimming. You know why? I checked the account, no swimming there. <laughs> Amen. And she said, no, daddy, swimming. She went to bring her swimming, swimming kit. She said, I have the kit. I said, no swimming. <laughs> he said, Daddy, Friday is the deadline. And this was Thursday. We started discussion Monday morning. By Thursday, in the morning she came, Daddy is swimming. I said, we'll discuss this. He said, we'll discuss it. But we'll discuss it again. By 7.30 p.m., she came to, to my study. I was lying down, listening to the scriptures. Guess what? She didn't say a word. She just laid down by my side and just laid and just held me. 
I was reading a heart. She stood there for, she's just late there. This morning, cast your cares to the Lord. Someone hear me? She just laid by my side. She, she didn't say any word anymore. She just laid there. And her spirit was talking to me. Say, Daddy, you have to. But without a word. Daddy, you will. Because you can. Whatever it will cost you, whatever you knock out, whatever you free up. That she was saying in her heart. And after five minutes, I said, you will swim. Go call mommy. And she stood up and looked at me and she smiled. She said, I, I knew it. God says, if you, as evil as you are as human beings, you can think of good, how much more? Someone say amen this morning. Yeah. That's the understanding of Christ. She understood Christ. And she came casting her tears to him. For she knew he careth. God cares for you. And this story of redemption is not just now. It's been planned from beginning. Now, how do I know that? Listen to me this morning. Tell me your Bible this quickly to Exodus 26. Let's read verse 30. Verse 30 of Exodus 26 quickly. Let me show you something here. Uh, now, now, this was God speaking. Now, now. So, so redemption was planned before the world began. So my glory in Christ has been established before I came. Nobody is born upon the earth by accident. No one. God has the plan. And if, if you know one day I was reading the Bible and I saw in Hebrews, it says, it says by faith women receive their death back to life. That means, that means if anyone has death, God has put faith in the, their mothers to bring them back to life for his own glory. So if anything goes wrong, the capacity in God to effect a change is being given to us. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give in. Don't give in. Hold on. See, that young girl didn't give up. Even though... She's been told. Jesus told the woman. He said, it is not meat for me to give the children's bread to dogs. Now that word dogs is not, it's, 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 actually it's not derogatory. You see, in their climb, dogs are around the table to eat. Alright? But when they've eaten, dogs, so, so, so it's not, it's not derogatory. It's, it's in a, that's why sometimes, if you don't understand the cultural context of the scriptures, you will think some things are, no, no, they're not. But guess what? She said, even the dogs eat, so that would be, so the dogs eat the crumbs. There's bread enough for God's children. But this, 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 this shook me. Because if it's the same God that saved, the same God that, that, 
that make the whole world. You know, I was studying the universe. You know, when men study the universe to some scientists, it makes them become atheists. But the more I study the universe, it makes me become so much full of faith. Because the sheer vastness of the universe tells us the, 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 the strength and the power of God by his word. By his word, they were made and by his word, they are sustained. Huh. Exodus 26 from verse 30, hear what he said. Exodus 26 verse 30, quickly. And thou shalt rear up the tabernacle according to the fashion thereof which was showed thee where? Hold on. This was God talking to who? To Moses. He was giving Moses the dimension of the tabernacle. And he says, what you build for, for the prophet to worship me must be something patterned. That means there's an existing tabernacle. Together, are we here? When I say, Pastor Richard, you build that house, the same model, we built the first one. Most people that are in real estate, you see, you have what you call prototype. That means, that means, this is the first design. All the other designs will be like the same one. So if it says, build by the pattern shown on the mount, that means there's an existing pattern. That Moses was just replicating on the earth. So before Moses built, built those things in place, something already existed. So before the world began, there was already a tabernacle meant for what? For sacrifice, to appease God, to atone for men, and to intercede for men between man and God. So it's not, it's not the first time he appeared on earth that actually appeared. It means it wasn't when I appeared on earth that actually appeared. I was existing before in his presence before I came. Yeah. And there are things written about me for his glory. If I can find those things and do them, then I fulfill purpose. Purpose is not me enjoying life and just being myself. No. Purpose is fulfilling that reason why God designed you because it's on that basis that he will reward you and judge you at the end of time. So purpose is not traveling, enjoying, and just living your own life. If I may say, I'm living my life. In fact, I'm living my, my best life. No, you have no best life. You are sent on an errand. You know, when I was growing up, my mom would say on an errand. She knows, don't play ball low. I didn't ask you to go and play because she knew I would play. Come back in 30, go and grind pepper. I finished grinding. Ah! As I'm walking, I see my mates playing football. And guess what? As they're doing, me too, I'm doing with Pepe. I'll say, ah, let me play small. Someone say small. Sometimes you think, God is, is a God, give me some small time. I just need, no, I won't go too far. Just give me, just let me enjoy my life a little bit. Folks, there's no life to enjoy. There's no pleasure in sin, folks. It's dangerous. 
It's dangerous. This year, you must decisively de deal with sin. So I keep the, the pepper. And by my, my wisdom, I kept it by the goalpost where they put stone. You know, it's the, the goalpost is two, two stones. I mean, what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I've been warned by words. You see how it's ironic that God has warned us by the word, but yet men don't take it. Men think it's, it's nothing. No, it's everything, praise God. Hebrews 11.3, by faith, we understand the walls were framed by the word of God. So the world was framed and made by the word. So God's word is God himself. If you disobey his word, you have disobeyed him. So the pepper was there. I was playing ball. My mind is five minutes. I know it's, it's, it's always set. So, so some set can last for 10 minutes, depending on how strong. Some is just, in fact, as, as, as set starts, set ends because they've scored. I mean, I'm not about. So I think I'll just do one set. As they played the ball, I was far. This ball is going. Why is going? Is going towards his pepper. I was running to defend the post, but at the point I changed. I was running for the bowl of pepper because let's, let's, let's leave that story there. Amen? You know the testimony of the pepper. But I'm saying this so we can come to a point where we hold God's word in high esteem. I find in my day, men can be afraid of other men, but they're not afraid of God's word. And it's he that would judge. When we come before him, all our lives are splendid before him. There's no hiding place. There's nowhere to, to hide. There's nowhere to go to. We stand naked before him and we stand bare exposed in his judgment. And yet, he has given us all things on this earth to cover us in Christ. When Moses built the tabernacle, he built according to pattern. Now, if there was a tabernacle in heaven, that means there was a priest or a high priest in heaven. There was the, the tabernacle and there was the sacrifice, which is the lamb. So these three things existed before the world began. So I'm this morning. Hallelujah. So this gave me this encouragement encouragement that I'm not here by accident and therefore I can start my year with this full knowledge of God's truth. Hebrews 11, sorry, Hebrews 8 verse 5. Amen. Hebrews 8 verse 5 this morning very quickly. Hallelujah. Hebrews 8 verse 5. 8 5. Hebrews 8 5. Now of the things 5, 5, 5 quickly. Who served unto the example as the shadow of the heavenly things. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make tabernacle. For see, said God, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed thee on where the mount. So, so Paul was referencing what we read just earlier here to show us that everything began before all things began. It was Mary that was to be favored amongst all women. 
and she was rightly positioned when Gabriel came. Wow. And so we see here that God started all things in himself. So Christ Jesus is the center of the whole universe. Praise God. So we said Christ is the center of all things. Of all things. Amen. It's almost like a song. At the center of it all. That's very true. God was pointing to Jesus. He was doing this prophetically. He was breaking the barriers of man. He was showing man that look, 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 look. I am pointing to Christ. That everyone might see that my choice is him. Not by, by just mere words. But by the show of power. In the prophetic release of things that were yet to happen. In other words, God was saying to us, there's a high priest that you don't know of. And his name is Jesus. But it's time for manifestation. It's not yet. I am bringing him. You are made for my glory and my pleasure. Everything on this earth is for God. No matter what men think they are doing, they are all fulfilling the counsel of God one way or the other. See, that's why in Matthew 26, verse 39 and 42, Jesus cried, Father, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass over me. Now, Jesus knew the cup. He has been offering the sacrifice before he even came. But when he saw the sheer weight of what it will cost him now in the flesh, he says, Father, is there a way out? Apart from this way of suffering, can sin be atoned for? Now, this tells us the weight of sin. This tells us the way God will judge sin. Oh, don't play with sin. Sin, is, sin can be... See, James said, Let no one say when I'm tempted, that I'm tempted of the Lord. For God tempts no man with evil. For every man is tempted. When's what? When he's drawn away from his own lust. And when lust is conceived, it brings forth what? Sin. When sin is matured, it brings forth death. Ezekiel 18.20 says, For the soul that sinneth, it shall die. So death is a judgment for sin. And all have sinned and come short of the glory. Therefore, all desire death including me that's why if i don't have anything in this year guess what i'll still rejoice in god for death has been destroyed amen huh? the poorest believer is richer than the richest man on earth i repeat the poorest saint is richer than the richest man on earth when he that made man, who knew what he put in man, says, What shall it profit a man? Mark 8 36. If he gains the whole world and what? And lose his soul. Say, For what can he have in what? In exchange for his soul. That means nothing can be made in exchange for a soul of man. One soul of man is far more valuable than the whole world put together before God. 
So when I've been redeemed, then I have nothing to fear. I can rejoice and thank God and praise God for I have escaped the judgment of death. And Christ said, Father, is there any other way? That's why when we say that, Christ can't be the only way. They are joking. Jesus sought it out. But God says, no other way. So no other way. He says, God, let it be humanism. Can we find a way that when men are humanists, they can still find you? So that we can truly say that, that, that God is like one on the mountain. You can climb to the mountain from any side. Or like an elephant. You can... Nonsense. Amen. He says, this cup is heavy for me to bear. And guess what? He was bearing that cup for me. He knew that when I'm come on this earth, I will have challenges. But he took my burden. He took my pain. He took my, my, my disease. He took, he took all things for my sake. Sounds like Jesus. Say the gospel. This is what we have. Let's go on this morning. But it says, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. So what's the will? The will that's been established before the beginning. There's a priest, there's a lamb, there's an altar. So Mr. Bon said there's a priest, there's a lamb, there's an altar. Wow. Let's go this one quickly. This one is quickly. So sin was actually thoroughly. And guess what? When Christ was saying these things, to the Lord in the prayer of agony in the garden. He was remembering Exodus 12. When the pattern was shown. Let every family take a lamb for the Passover. He knew that he himself is the Passover. First Corinthians 5 verse 7. For Christ our Passover lamb is what? It been sacrificed for us. So he knew. Number 21 verse 19. He said and when they sinned. They made a, a serpent of bronze. And raised up. And he knew that that same serpent was himself. Say as Moses raised the serpent. Where? In it, so shall he. So he knew it. But he's asking God. God can, can, can we have a second option so if one can come this way can 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 men come by their works some say i'm 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 a good man i don't i don't i don't sin i don't i don't do anything i i i give arms to the poor can can god how can a just god overlook my arms giving child of god no goodness no nothing that man can do there's no other way except the way of christ i will come by his way his way is narrow You see, the way of Christ is narrow. He's not broad. Christ's way doesn't accept everything. There are things it accepts. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen this morning. So sin was completely, thoroughly, and perfectly judged in Christ. Let's go on this morning. You see, at the instant... That Christ died. I love this. Because indeed I'm free. We dance on an empty grave. I'm, I'm, I'm so confident. That if I close my eyes now in death. I will see him. You know what Muhammad said. He said I'm not sure I'm going to heaven. It's only when I get to heaven. That I'll find out. If my good works. Outweighs. So right now on earth I can't know. Now that's amazing. How can't you know. It's too late to know when you get there. For it's appointed unto men once to die. 
after death is what? It's judgment. You gotta have a second chance after death, praise God. Except God sends you back in your flesh. For salvation is only acquired in the flesh. And so when Christ hung on the cross and he was dying and bleeding, I'm coming there this morning. He bled and died for our sakes, praise God. This year as we start, let the foundation be rearranged again. Know for a shorty that you are a child of God. He bled for you. He died for you. He paid the price that you might have him living and abiding in you. And he is becoming your strength and your helper and your sustainer and your deliverer. When he made the last cry, say it is finished. Do you know that there were people sacrificing at that instant in the temple? There were goats tied down there. There were bulls tied down there. But guess what? At the moment he died, the high priest took off. Why? The temple shook. What he was there to preserve. You see, if you know how he operated, if the high priest asked, as stated that day, he'll have been killed. Because what he was meant to, to safeguard, that's the holy of what? Holies has been exposed. And therefore, he's, there's no more place for work for him anymore. Therefore, his office ended. Therefore, what did he do? He took off. Guess what? Every animal tied that day took off. Because their freedom was established. The real lamb has been slain. Therefore, there's no need for any earthly lamb, any earthly bullock, any earthly sacrifice to go again. That's why right now, it's, it's an aberration for anyone to take animal to church, to take animal for sacrifice, to take anything, to take egg or incense or anything for a priest to, to offer anything. No. The moment Jesus died, it ended. Praise God this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyone that asks to bring animal for sacrifice or asks you to come and eat food for, for open door, tell him Christ is your open door. In fact, if you eat too much food, you become fat. So stop eating food. Amen. So he made us free. And we are delivered by his power. Amen this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me know this morning. You see, the thing that God was trying to show in all the old covenant, you know, in the last three weeks, I've, I've read through the Bible a lot. And I studied the old covenant, not old, well, the first, but old, it's okay. And I saw God, God's mercy. God was showing a picture. God was dragging men to himself. God is not against you. Oh no, God doesn't hate you. God is not, is not against against anything that is of your cause. Rather, he loves you. So he's, he's pulling them to himself by the laws and ordinances he has given to them to show them that which will be the ultimate sacrifice, which is Christ. Anyone that comes to God by Christ has the victory of God in Christ. I repeat, anyone that comes to God in Christ has the victory of God by Christ. So say amen this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are several sacrifices. Amen. In the Bible. Praise God. And all the sacrifices was geared to one purpose. There is the height 
of it called Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the... See, God chose Israel for a pattern. To reveal his salvation to the world. Israel is not unique in themselves. But by the virtue of God's choice on them to reveal the Messiah through them, their acceptance, or rather, Abraham's of that conferred on Israel a privilege in the sight of God. For the husbandman shall be the first partaker. That's why. God knew that man will be judged. But how will I save them? I will become. And all these things didn't happen to God by surprise. No, God planned it out. He planned that you are in this time, in this age. You could have come 14 century BC. I will have come 12 AD. Praise God. Well, thank God I'm in the 21st century. Do you know right now, someone will come in the next 100 years, if Christ tarries, and they'll look at us as these old people. Now you're thinking you are your baby. That's how Paul, do you know in Paul's day, they were Epicureans, they were the Stoics. They were the, 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 the guys who were learned. Socrates, Plato, Aristotle. Some of these great guys. In those days, they were the ones to be revered. But today, we hear Plato, 1400. We say, what is that? 400 BC. To us, it's far flung. Our time too will be far flung very soon. It's what we do now in our time. That we go with us. Your fashion consciousness will fade. It, all these things we are doing will, will become old school. She mean, this is linen. It will come when they will be wearing leaves. You didn't hear what I said? Fashion will change that. People will be wearing leaves out. And leaves will be like, when they, when, when they see us wearing clothes. Say, how primitive are these ones? What, 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 what were they trying to hide? There's nothing new under the heaven. The first time, they wore leaves. Now they are wearing clothes. A time will come again where they will wear leaves. In fact, they are already wearing leaves. But guess what? The height of the, of the sacrifice is Yom Kippur. And, 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 and that's where the whole nation rejoices. God gave Israel as, as a type of the nation. Now, now, throughout the year, they will go through the whole year. And, 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 and every day, so every day, they come to sacrifice every day. They're afraid. Every household will bring goat, will bring dove, will bring meal just to appease God. It tells us how, how, how challenging it is for man to please God by himself. It tells us how difficult it is for man in himself to please God. That means man can't please God with anything he can do. You can't. And the earlier you began to please him, the better for you. For time is ticking. And so, they have many sacrifices, but there's one that is prominent. It's called Yom Kippur. Now, this one is special. You find this in Leviticus 16. Now, there are many sacrifices that they do. Now, but the foundation of those sacrifices was Yom Kippur. There's the burnt offering. Or rather first, there's a sin offering. There's the offering for, for trespass. There's a burnt offering. There's a meal offering. And there's the peace offering. But all these five offerings have their foundation on 
the atonement sacrifice. God was showing a pattern. That means you can't offer him any sacrifice or any offering without going through Yom Kippur. Showing a pattern. So you know that when you've entered through the Yom Kippur of the Yom Kippur, then you can come to God by the faith in Christ and go through the year with confidence. So anyone who is not in Christ has no confidence to go through this year. You will go through it on your own strength. And by the strength of, 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 of man, none, none will prevail. Now, Leviticus chapter 1 to 4, you find all the sacrifices. Now, let me quickly mention them. You see, the first one is called the sin offering. How does this operate? This one operates by everyone, including the high priest himself. He will bring an offering for himself and for the people. But basically for his own sin. So the high priest who is atoning for the sin himself is also a, a sinner. So the reason he will first of all sacrifice for himself to make himself clean as a pattern for that which is to what? To come. Say I have peace with God. No, you didn't say I have peace with God because I'm a child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now I know why Paul says we now have peace with God because we've been justified by faith. Because the peace offering is the last offering. The peace offering is an offering of continuous fellowship. So we don't know, we, we, we now don't need to sacrifice every day to have fellowship with the Father. Hallelujah. Praise God. Why? Because Jesus has paid the ultimate price and is our, is our peace himself. Well, let's go on. So the first they do is the sin offering. So the priest will come and bring his own bullock. In fact, he will bring young bullock for the high priest, male goat for the rulers, female goat for the common man, turtle dove for the poor, and a tent of an ephah of a flower for the very poor. That means everybody must sacrifice. Nobody can come. Something must, must go before God can accept you. Wow. Something must bear the brunt. He can't just come to you by mercy or by, by free. No, no. Something must, sin must be judged. And it's called divine justice. Amen this morning. When we know these things, eh, we don't keep sinning again. Hallelujah. If we know what Christ both to, to, to heal from sin, we will suffer the getting. See, every man will be drawn to women. But the understanding of Christ seals the whole thing off and ties us to our wife alone. Amen? Great men of God are still men. If they don't watch themselves, amen? But the more we understand what Christ went through, can I sin and put him again through this pain? Joseph, a small boy, knew that. He says, can I commit this great sin? In any case, Joseph understood the Messiah to come. It was a type of him also. Yeah. So can you remember that you are a type of the Messiah to someone around you? 
Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify not you, but your father. So every one of us were a type of the Messiah. Not to him or to us, but to someone who is not yet saved. How faithful are you in your ministry of showing forth Christ? So, amen this morning. Yeah. Hallelujah. There's the trespass offering. Now, this is sin that you did intentionally. You know it's wrong. Let's do it. We'll confess. God said, okay. This is, there's an offering for that. Amen. And when a man does trespass, he brings before the Lord a ram and sacrifice. What, what, what kind of work the priests were doing in those days? Were they preaching? No. All day they were killing animals. Sacrificing. In fact, on Yom Kippur, the high priest will kill about 26 animals. Him alone that day. I'm coming this morning. But guess what? There's the burnt offering. Burnt offering means I am doing an offering to consecrate my life to God. What do I bring? A defectless animal. Clean. Without any blemish. Clean for the Lord. It just tells us that God is pointing to the devastation of sin. He's pointing to the, the means by which sin can be expiated. It must come from a blemish or an unblemished vessel. That's what he was pointing and telling them before it happened. So when it happens, they will tie the dots and connect all the points. And say, this indeed is a Messiah. Christ, when there is a said, of what are you about to kill me? Of the good things that I've done, it says no of nothing. The other thing we are with is because you equate yourself to God. And at that point, he wasn't lying. It was the truth. That means they found no evil in him. Pilate said, I find no evil in this man. If I was asking him to tell him what the truth is, listen, the Christ you believe in is the only way in this world. Period. When men think they are wise and, and they're into esoteric thinking, they're into deep mysteries, they're into transcendental meditation, they're foolish. Because it's only a fool that says in his heart, there is no God. And if there's God, then you must worship him in the way he has prescribed by revealing himself by the Holy Scriptures. This morning, let me run. There's a grain offering. In that offering, it is meant to consecrate for service. That means God wants you to serve. God wants you to, to dedicate yourself. So that you're not just a man of your own. No, you are a child of God. Hallelujah. And in Christ Jesus, all this process is entwined in one. Hallelujah. Praise God. So in Christ Jesus... We are, to, we are to come sinless before him. In Christ Jesus, we are, we are meant to come to intentionally give ourselves to him in consecration, in service, and ultimately in communion with the priest offering. The whole nation looks forward to Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur means the day of atonement. God gave them that day. Some of you might say the day of atonement. Now, this is the day that everyone, listen, no Jew in diaspora will remain in diaspora. 
everyone finds their way to where? Jerusalem. Because you can't afford to miss that day. If you miss it, your year is in danger. Because there's a corporate blessing the high priest releases on that day to, to the entire nation. And everyone wants to be present in that day. That day, the priest looks forward to it. And it's the day of the priest alone. On Yom Kippur, no other priest ministers except the high priest. God showing a pattern. That, that to take away the sins of nations, no priest on earth can do it except one high priest. God laid it bare, telling man by prophecy, telling man by the whole thing he can reveal to man. That to take away the sins of the whole world, no human being can stand except that one being, that one person he has created in Christ Jesus. As the high priest. Amen. How does he operate that day? What will he do? He comes in. The first thing he does is that he takes his birth as a high priest. He will wash himself from head to toe. And then he will wear the priestly garment in a particular way as God has prescribed. Wow. Jesus didn't come on his own. He came in the volume of the books written of him to do the will of God. That's why when God has forgiven you, no man can be against you. He washed himself. All this for a pattern. All this to show how God hates sin. How God will judge sin. That's why anyone who is not in Christ is repeated. So, see, Bible says, if in this world alone we have hope, we have all men. See, our hope is not here. It's not here. Praise God. We have hope. So somebody said we have hope. So we have hope. We have hope. You see, our real hope is not in the economy or in the government. That's why sometimes if you don't know this, you blame government every till government in no government in the world will meet your need. It's not designed that way. Because who rules the world? It's not God, it's Satan. That's the truth. I repeat, no politician will meet your need. None. Even if there's one good one, it's just for a while. It won't last forever. That's the truth. Amen. So stop putting hope and allowing your BP rise. You know, in the last election, my wife actually had an issue with me because I was really active. I was telling her, let's, not for anything, as a pastor, you know, when I see people in church not having money, I feel pain. Because some, somebody is still 80 billion naira. One person. Are they mad? The money that can feed the whole nation. One person will, will cover it. And because, because it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a racket. You can't overexpose one. You should be exposed. So somehow, it's a matter of time, it will be covered. <laughs> There's something called ways and means in government. You know what it means? They print money by themselves. No account for it. <laughs> and then it's in trillions. Where's the money? Do you know how many people work in Central Bank? Over 4,000. 
90% of people that work there are children, children of politicians. And most times they aren't qualified. Like those who are very qualified. I think you think things should work well. The Bible says, Woe to the nations whose leaders are children. God says so. That means some people are leaders, but they're children in their minds. Why? Because they eat, they wake up for food. <laughs> it's exactly it's, 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 it's this. It says, it says, Who eats? Not for strength. Because if it's for strength, how many food do you eat for strength? But then you take bread, two slices. You're but guess what? Someone said, I just want to eat in France. So you take a jet to France and come back. If in this world, listen, don't put hope in government of the world. That you now, this government, I'm going here. I, I have this passport now. I'm settled. No, the passport gives you more trouble. Until you have heavenly, listen, real wealth is in contentment in God. What did I say? Real wealth is what? In contentment. Godliness with contentment is what? Who said that? God. Let every human being tell me that is wrong. They are foolish. God says, that's why I'm, I'm rich. When I see a rich man now, I don't do, sir, sir. No, 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 no. What is that? No, no, no. I give honor. I respect you. But I don't fear. I don't, I don't cut I don't, I don't start shivering. I don't start shaking. For if in this world alone we have hope, we have all men. So let the body of Christ not put their hope in this world. Because if you do, Facebook will finish you. TikTok will give you high blood. High blood. You keep buying one, one new human hair every week. One M. You fight your husband every time for for because the shoe you wore last week you wore it already your friends have seen it they can't see you with 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 wearing one shoe twice it must be amen now i'm not i'm not against you but guess what you must you must understand that god's pattern for the church is moderation that's the church pattern if we're in the church we must act like those in the body of christ but i'm i don't know why i'm going to be responsible so God is showing us. God's judgment against sin is death. And you are telling me that you are enjoying when you are dead. Come to life in Christ Jesus. So the high priest will go and bathe. And when he's finished bathing, he will wear the high priest garment in a holy ceremony. Because if he does it wrongly, he will die. God was preparing the people to show them the dangers of sin. That's why Paul says, can we continue in sin that grace abounds? You know what he says? God forbid. No pastor should sleep with a child in, of God in church and say, there's grace to cover it. There's no grace to cover sin. When you do the sin knowingly, and in, you are setting yourself up for destruction. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, 
teaching us that what the, the same grace that brings salvation also will teach us to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. This year, your understanding of Christ's foundation will cause a shift in your Christian experience and Christian work. When he pays himself, let me go to 16. He wears the garment and then he takes a bull for himself. Hallelujah. He kills the bull and takes the blood for himself now to the mercy seat. Because there's a, a, a real seat in heaven where Christ was yet to go. God showing a pattern that our sins are fully paid for. Sarity. It takes the blood in and pour it on the, on the mercy seat for his own sin. And then he comes back for the sin of the nation. When he comes back, it takes two goats. This is God's instruction. Ah. For sin to be taken care of, blood must go. He said, I've given you the blood for the atonement for sin. He was speaking in prophetic, prophetic about the son. I will give much. All these things God knew from beginning. And God has chosen from the beginning to save the world by himself. Salvation is God's plan. It wasn't the plan of Jesus. It was the plan of the Godhead. So he would take two goats. God told him, take so two goats. What sin did the two goats commit? But God says, for your sins to be atoned for, life must go. What is God saying? He's just telling us the veracity, the cancerous impact and effect of sin in eternity. God wants no one to, to be to undergo the second death and be separated from him for eternity. Eternity means forever. And then they will cast lot on the goats. So there's one goat that is called the Lord's goat. The lost God will be killed for the sin of the people. And the blood will be taken to the mercy seat. And while this is going on, everybody outside is waiting and praying. And, and, and trusting God. When that is done, the second God is called the scapegoat. On that God, the high priest will lay his two hands on that God. And confess the sins of the entire nation on the head of the scapegoat. And when he is done, praise God, church, he would he would give the goat to a priest called a fit man or a messenger. He will lead that goat while he is doing nobody leaves until he comes back. He will take that goat to where the wilderness, 
So that as far as the heavens from the west, so the Lord our God will remove our sin from us. He says, I, even I am he that blots out, that blots out your word, your transgression. Kai, folks, our sins have been remitted for. God showing the pattern. That's why you hold your salvation like, like a passport. <laughs> Go and make a, a white passport, white one, and put heavenly stamp on it. Just put heavenly. And as I'm going, I'm traveling with my passport. And, 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 and rejoice alone because that's where true rejoicing is. Praise God. That's hush. Amen. And the fit man will take this animal out of the camp. And he will trust God for that animal not to return. Because if he returns, there's fire. And you know good. You know good. When you tell them to go, that's when they... When you say come, they're going. So this goat must wander away. And you know, in the desert, when you leave a goat, the goat will not be running, will be running following you. Because there's nothing to see here. But this goat, by the grace of God in Christ Jesus, he will wander away. Hallelujah. He will wander away. That the cause of the enemy... The cause of Satan will fade away. It says, it says, it says, it says, for Christ has become a cause. It says, it says, cause is anyone who hangs on a tree. It became our cause. Hallelujah. So I can't be caused. So I can't be caused. Every cause is dissolved in the blood of Jesus. Every wrong utterance is dissolved right now. In the name of Jesus, I disannul. Every utterance, every word spoken against me right now that is working not in my favor. For Christ my high priest and Christ my lamb once and for all have been sacrificed. Hallelujah. By the means of his sacrifice we are made free. So he goes away. So he goes away. He goes away. That goat will not come back again for that entire year. And by virtue of that goat not coming back again, the entire nation is increased. So if anyone dies at that time, it goes to Abraham's bosom. By the sacrifice of the old covenant, redemption was secured. Grace actually manifested with them because the act of God in the blood was a pre-shadow of the grace to come. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. This morning as I begin to round up, as I begin to close, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just excited. And when he does that, the tension is cleansed. And God showing a pattern. Hebrews 10 this morning. Hebrews 10. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Hebrews 10 from verse 1. I recall this morning. Now, church, follow me. I'm reading to verse 24. And from there, we're going to close. Because this is a foundation. As we go through this year, let no one shake you, for you are in Christ Jesus. Let nothing scare you. 
For you are in Christ Jesus. For if God gave up his only son. For us all. If God didn't withhold him. Kanda post Listen. These are days where you stand your ground in Christ. And begin to declare what you have in him. And stand until you see it by faith in Christ Jesus. Take no no for an answer. Stand until that which you, you have in Christ comes. Listen, Hannah needed a child from the Lord. And Bible says she came to the temple. And she held on and she was praying. Even the priest withstood her and says, Woman, why are you drunk? He says, No, I'm not drunken. I'm, I'm not here for you. I'm here for the Lord. That's why I'm trusting God that we'll have a place of our own where people can come and pray to God by themselves. That's a pattern. And this year it shall happen. In the name of Jesus. Where you can come and cast your cares upon him and speak to him like a father and, and, and son and say, Lord, you do this. Just like Madura did. She just came and just lay down. There are times you come for the altar and just lie on the altar, you and God alone. These things are going to extinction, but, those, but all shall be revived again in Christ Jesus. Church, Hebrews 10, verse 1. For the law, amen. See what it says. Having a what? A shadow. A shadow. Have you seen a shadow stronger than the real image? And that's why I keep saying that if the laws of God and God's verdict were shadow, now in Christ, the real thing actually is much more difficult. It's, more, it's much more stronger. That's why you find in, in the Quran, you keep saying the word much more. Now much more. It says you heard that it was said in times of old that he that, that don't commit adultery. But now I say to you, because grace ups the law. Jesus didn't come to put away the law. He comes to intensify it. He, he comes to make the way more narrow. So his own can be strictly identified by their lives and their character. For the law having a shadow of good things to come. Some say good things to come. Some say good things to come. Hallelujah. There are good things to come. And we're in a time of those good things. Amen. Praise God. Ah, glory to God. Glory to God. You see, in the old covenant, leprosy is, is almost an incurable disease. But God gave a law for when it is cured. What the leprous man should do on the day of his cleansing. But when God said that there was no, there was no way they can be cleansed by either any means. It was when Christ came. Because God was speaking about Christ. He says, go and offer that which Moses has said about your cleansing. Good things to come. So I say, good things to come. Say, good things to come. I call for good things. I call for good things. No, say, say I call for good things. Into my life. Because I'm in a new covenant. In Christ Jesus. I will seek God's salvation. In my family. Yeah, in the name of Jesus. For I am in a covenant of God in good things. Hallelujah. When God says good things, it means good things. Hold on for a moment. Hebrews 7, 22. Hebrews 7, 22. I, I, will, I will come back here. Listen. Talk about so much. By so much was Jesus. <sighs> Someone say so much. 
damage, 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 damage. What Christ brought is so much good. Listen, as I close, the reason, the reason our sins are forgiven completely is because the token of the sacrifice is God himself. The reason Jesus fulfilling the place of the lamb was taken to be flogged for sin. You see, sin caused the mutation of life. But God knew it would come. And it made a remedy in Christ Jesus. It is dangerous to disobey God. Because when, when, when disobedience comes, it pitches man against God. And it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God. So man became eternally destroyed. His essence, his essence was, was altered. Life became death. Peace became chaos. The genes was turned. That which produced life became tons and tissue. Everything turned upside down. But in it all, God had the plan for it to be restored. But in the restoration, it must, it must be done in justice. The penalty must be fully paid for. Amen this morning. The penalty for you going through this year in peace has been paid for. Yeah. The penalty for you to serve God like you ought to serve God has been paid for. Amen this morning. Please tell me this morning. I'm closing very shortly. God told Abraham as a pattern, Abraham, go sacrifice your son. Your only son. At this time, Abraham had two sons. But God says, not, he qualified it. Because he said, for in your son Isaac shall the seed be. And Abraham knew exactly what God meant. Your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love. And you know that on that Mount Moriah is the same mount where Christ was crucified. Bible says, and he took the boy. Hallelujah. He took the boy. And he said to him, let's go and sacrifice. He says, Father, here's the fire. Here's the knife. Where's the lamb? You know what he said to, to the boy? He says, God will provide himself. Huh? How do we know that? In Hebrews, the Bible says, for Abraham knew that God has trapped himself. God can't kill this boy. Because he said, from this boy, the Messiah will come. So he will see to it that this boy comes back to life. So even if he kills the boy, the boy will rise again the third day. By the third day, they saw the mount ahead. 
And when he came for Pilate, Satan and his host were there. Pain was there. Disillusionment was there. Weakness was there. Hopelessness was there. Every name that can be named were all there. And he says, What is the truth? Are you the king of the Jews? He says, You have rightly said so. And he turned to them and said, I find no fault in this man. Fulfilling the word that was spoken about him. That he will be blameless. He will be, he will, he will, he will be a sheep, an animal without spot nor blemish. But because the word of the Lord will be fulfilled, the high priest said, Sacrifice him and let his blood be upon us. For it is better for one man to die for the whole nation than the whole nation to perish for one man's sake. Him not knowing that he was speaking about Jesus. And guess what? Poverty was rejoicing. Because he thought at that point he will escape. Bear in mind that Jesus could have called angels for his rescue. He knew the agony he was going to go through. In fact, he told Peter, do you not know that I could call angels in legions to come? Don't, don't take the sword. I myself, I'm, 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 I'm struggling with the father to go through this. Don't, don't complicate it. Let it go the way it should go. Let's fulfill our righteousness. The righteousness that was ordained from the beginning was fulfilled in Christ on the cross. Isaiah 53. He was smitten, beaten, and afflicted by God. And when they gave him up to be beaten, that was the beginning of our redemption. You see, in the Roman time, the penalty for condemnation is 40 lashes. But most times, they give 39 to show that even Roman government is also merciful. But what they do is that when the convict is not speaking or is not talking, what have you done? If he refuses to speak, there's a specialized way of getting out information or the truth and it's by flogging so they will tie the person to a post this was the hour Jesus dreaded so everything you dread in this life has been taken care of someone didn't hear me this morning he's he, he sweated blood that I won't sweat blood. Not for himself. For Daniel said, for the, for the Messiah, the priest, shall be cut off. Not for himself. But shall be cut off. Hallelujah. And so he was tied. Now, when they begin to flog, by the first flogging, second, third, to tenth, the criminal will begin to confess. Because the, the, the caning is wired in such a way that you will lose consciousness. 
Every strength, every, every resistance a man has goes away. Because in any case, right now you are already dying. What, what profit is it for you to keep the truth? You start to confess. And then they will write it down. And then when you write it down, they will put it on your head that this is sin or what you did. So most times, no human being takes the 39. By the 10 to 15, they are almost dead. But when they begin to flog you and you keep silent, they increase the tempo. You didn't get that? So, for my pain, someone say amen this morning? For my sickness and for my sin, for my hopelessness. See, for this same thing troubling me, this same thing, he was whipped. And the more he kept silent, the more he continued. By the time they were done with him on the 39th, he was almost dead. Before they took him to Pilate, he was in the house of Caiaphas and Anna the high priest. He said, I was with you all through in the temple. You could do nothing. But now my hour has come. Because of us, his hour came. So when our hour will come, we will enter our hour not with tears, for with joy. He entered his hour with sorrow. So when we come to our own hour, it will be with peace. Something made this morning. He was blindfolded. You see, the reason boxers don't get so much swelling in boxing is because they see the punch when it's coming. When I punch you now, even though I punch you, there's a way your body will reflex to absorb the punch. That the punch will not have the same weight it will have if you are not if you're unaware of it. You didn't get that. Jesus was blindfolded and he was melted. He was they were punching his face. So he would he would the sin was fully paid for. The name of Jesus. This is the foundation on which we stand. It was paid for. When they are done with him, the Bible says there was nothing comely about him to behold. Jesus stopped looking like he wasn't a human being anymore. Nobody could look at his face. I wonder what those women. I'm wondering how those women felt. I wonder how Mary felt seeing her son in the state. But yet he had told them, This is how I'll be treated. He was on the cross for six hours. 
so that the sin can be paid for fully. By 9 a.m., it was hanging there. By 12 noon, God shot heaven. Heavens were shot. So that when heaven opens again, it will never be shot. And God caused a separation between his eternal son and himself for three hours. That by the token of the sacrifice, that three hours will amount to connection forever. For three hours, there was darkness in the land. And finally he cried, it is finished. Judgment served. Peace released. And he gave up the ghost. That's our foundation. That's redemption. That's our story. That's our victory. His pain is our victory. His agony is our triumph. That's our healing. That's our joy. This morning, for all those who have received this abundant grace and the gift of righteousness ought to reign in life by Christ Jesus. So I don't care what the year brings. I don't care what people say in this year. I stand on the promise of Christ who has borne my sins and carried my sorrow. Hebrews 10 from verse 1. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 10 from verse 1. Hallelujah. Oh, ah, Shataya. He was going to Golgotha. He couldn't carry the beam by himself. Someone had to help him. So that now, when we need help, he becomes our helper. Oh, God. He was helped as a pattern that for those who will carry their cross now and follow him, he be the helper. So I help her. And guess what? In the old covenant, these things come yearly to make the commas perfect. Verse 2. For then will they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshippers once part should have no more conscience of sins. But in these sacrifices, there's a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Verse 5. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offerings thou wouldest not, but a body has thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. All those things they were doing, he had no, it, there was, it, 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 it was pointing to Christ. 
Then said I, Lo, I come in the vault of the books of me to do the will of God. Above when he said, sacrifice offering and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, that will that's not, neither has pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Next verses. Then said I, Lo, I come to do the will of God. He taketh away the first, that he might establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offerings of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. For all eyes shall see him. He will come in glory. Those that reject him will once bow to him. And they will cry and say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And every high priest standard daily, ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. From henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he had perfected forever. Forever. Whoa. But the scourging, he was perfecting it. But the punching, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was making that is sure. Bless the Lord of my soul and forget not all his benefits. Wherefore, the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after he had said before, this is a covenant that I will make with them. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds. I will write them. Listen, these days God has written his laws in our hearts. We need not man teach us to serve and love God anymore. He has, he has, the, 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 the only way to show our talking of love to him is by obeying. Is here the foundation must be rearranged. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now where remission of this is, there's no more offering. There's no more offering. No more sacrifice. No animal. No, no anything whatsoever. It has ceased because Jesus made this sacrifice once. Haven't therefore brethren boldness to enter the Holy of Holies. Say I can enter. Oh, I can enter. I can enter. Do you know this morning right now we can enter? Yes, we will enter this morning as we, as, as, as we conclude. Everyone will enter the whole of and just and just talk to God. Just talk to God. And this one our prayer is, oh God, in this year, I will apprehend the reason you have apprehended me. I won't be running my own race. Paul said, this one thing I do. I know where I'm coming from. I know what you have called me to do. Because God told him in Acts chapter 9. But some of some things were still, but says, Lord, no, I want to apprehend that which you called me for. That's why he wasn't afraid to die. Yeah. 
By a new and living way which he had consecrated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God. I love this. I'm glad in this church I'm not the high priest. <laughs> he is the high priest. He's both your high priest and my high priest. We are all worshipping the same high priest. Praise God. All I do here is to lead you to the high priest. Praise God. But he's there leading us all by himself. Making for us intercession before the Lord. So if we have this high priest church, what do we do? Let us what? Church, everybody with me, let us do what? Let us do what? Let us what? The thing that takes you away from drawing near is sin. Sin always makes you ashamed to draw near. But the door is open for everyone. My daughter came and opened the door. Even when I say, don't come in, I'm praying, I'm studying. She will come in all the same. And she came and says, daddy, I'm not speaking. I want to just lie by your side. This morning, some of you, you have to lie by the side of the Lord. Just lie. Oh, Kalisa Bredis. Lindo Bakesatabaya. We have looked to men long enough. It's time for us to look to him. And come, just like Hannah did, she came before the Lord of the altar and cried to the Lord. She came and knelt down and said, Lord, it's to you I'm crying to. Because he has an ear that he is his own. Let's draw near with a true heart in the full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the provision of our faith without wavering for his faithful that has promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as a manner of some is. But exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approach. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid. You took all my sins away. All my sins away. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This year is a good year. Because the Lord is on the throne. It's a year of rest. You can start the year with the Lord. But you see, don't just start and leave. Start and stay. Oh, he said, for I will lead you and I will guide you. For the Lord God, he will help me. I won't be confounded. This year you have to set your face like a flint. And in doing so, there's no shame. For it's your helper. It's your strengthener. Let your lifestyle be without covetousness. And be content without what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That ye may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my strength. It's my salvation. I will fear no one man will do to me. This morning, I don't know who is here. You've heard these words. You say, Pastor, I want to know God more. I won't call you out. I ask you to talk to the Lord. Say, Lord, help me. Help me to stay with you faithful. Help me to stay with you faithful in this year. Help me not to disappoint you. Help me, Lord. To keep to the terms of the covenant.
You've done all for me. I can't ask for more. I can't ask for more. I can't ask for more. I can't ask for more, Lord. Help me apprehend. Oh, you went through it all. Oh, why the lash? Oh, why the beating? Why did you take it for me, Lord? Because that's your plan from the very beginning. To heal me. To bless me. To uphold me. To strengthen me. And comfort me. Thank you, Lord, for the cross. Thank you for the blood. Thank you, O Father. This morning we give ourselves over to you. For this year is your year. We yield to you, O God. Because you are our Lord, you will lead and guide us. Oh, by your word, Lord, you guide us. For our steps are ordered. By the Holy Ghost. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Lead our steps. Order our voices. And all trances. Oh God, let the sound of rejoicing be heard in our homes this year. For you say with your own. You watch over your word to perform them. We yield. We yield, Lord. Looking forward to your coming. The blessed hope. The blessed hope. We praise your name, oh God. Hallelujah. This morning you are here in church. You want to dedicate your life to God. Talk to God. I won't call you out. It means nothing. Just say, Lord, take my life. Take my life. Take my life. Take my life. You are my Lord. You see, for some of you, God has only been your Savior. It's not yet your Lord. You are following your own way. But, but this morning you can say, Lord, Lord, be my Lord. Lord, I can trust that you will lead me right. I can trust you. I can trust you because you have saved me. I yield. I quit holding to myself. I quit following my own way. I quit. I quit. I quit for you. But you may have your way. Take my life and let it be consecrated for the lost portion is his people the lost portion is his people God has nothing on this earth except his own let them flow this is let's praise oh thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Lord, take us this morning as a church. Please give me that hymn on the screen. Please, we can this morning. Give me that hymn on the screen if we can. Pray this morning, church. Just say, Lord, 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 I yield to you. In this year, I won't go my way. Uh, I've, I've, I've got my way enough. I have struggled with you. I know you are right, but Lord, I've been fighting with myself. I've been struggling with myself, but, but Lord, Lord, I give up. I give up. I give up, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Just remember this morning, talk to God. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You see, Hebrews 11, I read from verse 22, 23. It said, for, for, by faith, Moses, when he was born, he was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that he was a child with, the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. This morning over your children, don't be afraid of the challenges you see in them. They would turn out just well. For your children, some of your heads money, you're afraid for them. How will they turn out? Don't be afraid of the edict the world has shown. For this one, I prophesy by God's word, they will turn out well. They will turn out well. They will turn out well. They will turn out just well. In the name of Jesus. I read by faith. Moses, when he was grown up, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Chosen rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasure of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth. Oh, that you may consider in this year the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the pleasures of Egypt. For it is for a season. This is the time that we all come before the Lord to yield ourselves. Oh Father, in this year, help us apprehend the purpose for which this church has been apprehended. Oh, oh Father, that every soul, every man, every woman, every child, boy and girl, Hearing the voice of the Spirit will fulfill the counsel of God in this year. The Lord will order your steps in His will. It should be a year of the Lord. A year of peace. I speak peace. Where there's sorrow, I speak joy. Where there's confusion, I speak clarity. Where there's indecision, I speak decision. You know what to do by the Spirit of God. It's a year of God's glory. It's a year of God's grace. Thank you, God. For you build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached and shall be backed with power. And great signs the praise and glory of your name in the name of jesus